0: Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we're sharpening tools. We kicked it off yesterday with sparking learning. Today, we're practicing effectively.
1: We've all heard the saying, practice makes perfect. And at one point or another, I'm sure we've all witnessed a professional in their given field demonstrate it. Whether in professional sports or at a concert or at the ballet. But what's behind this idea? And is any one type of practice better than the next? Annie Bosler and Don Green, in collaboration with TED-Ed, define practice as the repetition of an action with the goal of improvement. It helps us perform with more ease, speed, and confidence. They go on to describe what's happening physiologically when we practice, explaining that our brains have two kinds of neural tissue, gray matter and white matter. The gray matter processes information in the brain, directing signals and sensory stimuli to nerve cells, while white matter is mostly made up of fatty tissue and nerve fibers. In order for our bodies to move, information needs to travel from the brain's gray matter down the spinal cord through a chain of nerve fibers called axons to our muscles. The axons that exist in the white matter are wrapped with a fatty substance called myelin. And it's this myelin covering, or sheath, that seems to change with practice. Myelin is similar to insulation on electrical cables. It prevents energy loss from electrical signals that the brain uses, moving them more effectively along neural pathways. Some recent studies in mice suggest that the repetition of a physical motion increases the layers of myelin sheath that insulates the axons, and the more layers, the greater the insulation around the axon chains, forming a sort of superhighway for information connecting your brain to your muscles. So while many athletes and performers attribute their success to muscle memory, muscles themselves don't really have memory. Rather, it may be the myelination of neural pathways that gives these athletes and performers their edge with faster and more efficient neural pathways.
0: They go on to say there are many theories that attempt to quantify the number of hours, days, and even years of practice that it takes to master a skill. While we don't yet have a magic number, we do know that mastery isn't simply about the amount of hours of practice. It's also the quality and effectiveness of that practice. Effective practice is consistent, intensely focused, and targets content or weaknesses that lie at the edge of one's current abilities.
1: They share a few tips for perfecting practice. First, we focus on the task at hand. We minimize potential distractions by turning off our computer or TV, and we put our cell phone on airplane mode. Bossler and Green refer to a study where researchers observed 260 students study. On average, those students were able to stay on task for only six minutes at a time. Laptops, smartphones, and particularly Facebook were the root of most distractions. Their second tip, start out slowly or in slow motion. Coordination is built with repetitions, whether correct or incorrect. When we gradually increase the speed of the quality repetitions, we have a better chance of doing them correctly. Next, frequent repetitions with allotted breaks are common practice habits of elite performers. Studies have shown that many top athletes, musicians, and dancers spend up to 50 to 60 hours a week on activities related to their craft. Many divide their time used for effective practice into multiple daily practice sessions of limited duration. And finally, we practice in our minds in vivid detail. It's a bit surprising, but a number of studies suggest that once a physical motion has been established, it can be reinforced just by imagining
0: Bossler and Green referred to another study where 144 basketball players were divided into two groups. Group A physically practiced one-handed free throws, while Group B only mentally practiced them. When they were tested at the end of the two-week experiment, the intermediate and experienced players in both groups had improved by nearly the same amount. As scientists get closer to unraveling the secrets of our brains, our understanding of effective practice will only improve. In the meantime, effective practice is the best way we have of pushing our individual limits, achieving new heights, and maximizing our potential.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin.
0: And you can find me at Jacqueline M Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day three of our week, sharpening tools. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.
1: Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.